Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Good morning. Welcome to Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish, Joe Ranieri here with you. April the 16th, 2019 here on Fantasy Sports Today on SportsGrid. Great to be with you here on the show as we cover everything happening in sports, in life, or simply just things in general. Joe, how has your cup of coffee been this morning? What cup number are you on? at this point yeah i'm going on uh number four uh which is uh it's, it's been a tame morning actually to tell you the truth usually i'm about uh two and a half uh pots in uh now but thank goodness for the keurig you know that little one button push yeah. man we're good to go we got the espresso machine next where we got enough caffeine in here to uh put down a small horse for sure all right good yeah i was yep. gonna say uh we could bring the iv over you know. Yeah, yeah, been, been known to do. It. I never found that worked me. I just really wanted to sleep more than anything else. But I got you. Well, people go to Vegas with those IVs. They used to anyway. You know, this, this is true, and, mm-hmm. and hopefully they'll be back again. And uh, certainly, there's a lot of news to get to as far as yeah. the opening and potential opening and closing and who knows else. That's kind of what we're covering here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll start off with the PGA. They gave us the best piece of news in terms of sports. Yep. As it looks like they're going to be back playing in June, we'll get to some of the things that are being said about some of the other sports and some of the other opinions. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, Joe, that's a pretty good signal. At least we know that that is coming. It's interesting that we talked about the governor of Florida talking about a potential Tiger Woods versus Mm -hmm. Phil Mickelson showdown here in our state of Florida. But to hear that the PGA is setting a date of June, again, I mean, they are just as much a major sport as some of the other ones. Whether or not this is all going to be able to be pulled off, we simply don't know. But at the very least, this is, I think, sort of the first date for any sport that any sport has given us an indication that they're willing to return. And so we can begin the show with that today. Yeah. And, you know, Craig, that's the whole thing is that some people take all of this stuff as gospel and it makes me laugh because um, what do you expect a billion dollar business to do? Pretend like just fly by the seat of their pants like. I got, you know, like, oh, we'll see. I'll wake up tomorrow. Well, like, no, you have to. And this was goes back to the same thing with, uh, you know, my favorite mullet there at Oklahoma State. You know, Coach Gundy is talking about, listen, we're planning on May 1st. We're planning on this. We're people, you know, it was crucifixion there. Like, how dare you plan? And you kind of have to. I, I mean, that's the whole point. So nobody is saying they're going to go out and play June 11th at, right. uh, you know, one way. But they have to plan listen our our people are going to be there we're planning on hosting an event june 11th that's the responsible thing to do the irresponsible thing would be i don't know guys i can't tell you i really don't you know we'll just cancel everything with no idea what's going not the way it works guys it just isn't quite quite a bit of back and forth going Mm -hmm. on with the government and sports and it seems like a lot of the commissioners of all the leagues are very heavily involved in this process. We, mm-hmm. we told you on the show yesterday, Major League Baseball is basically doing yeah. uh, a testing of 10,000 different people. It's the biggest test so far to see if Major League Baseball can come back. And interestingly enough, uh, you know, Joey also had, you know, arguably, although he's probably not the biggest voice in baseball, the best player in baseball. Yesterday, he told NBC Sports, did Mike Trout, that it would have to be realistic even for him mm-hmm. to want to play. And here's a guy that is potentially making as much or more money than anybody else in the league, but he's got a young baby due this summer. Uh, Garrett Cole, the pitcher of the New York Yankees, he's got a baby due this summer. And there's been a lot of players that have come out that have said, hey, look, if I'm going to quarantine for four months, you may have to play this without me. Like, I ain't doing that. And so mm-hmm. you see the d- different dynamic with some of the – and, of course, Trout said he wants to play. He wants to play sooner than later. So let me not mince words there because he did say that he wanted to come back. But you just see the difference here, Joe, with all the young – 20-year-old guys who are all sick and tired of playing MLB The Show. But the, uh, you know, the older guys, and not even the older guys, the guys in their late 20s and 30s, they're having kids. You know, they want to be, you know, there for the birth of their kid. How are you supposed to do that if you can't see it? I, I just, it, it just seems unrealistic. Now, listen, you know, at the same time, we've had this argument in the past. Like, you know, if you're an athlete and, like, say, a football player... And your wife's giving birth on a Sunday, like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, you, you got to work that out these days. You know, Saturday's good, Friday afternoon. Can't be dropping a kid out on a Sunday, especially during playoff season. So, yeah, no, no, not, not all of that is okay. 
But listen, you've got to manage risk here. Isn't that what we're talking about? Anything short of a vaccine, we are all managing risk from this point on, right? I mean, our, whether it be the coronavirus, the flu, whatever it is, it's really even the commissioners, all of us collectively have to decide what what's worth the risk and what isn't because walking down the street, there's inherent risk. So we all have to figure out how much are we willing to risk and at what cost and for who? Yeah. And that's kind of what's going on right now. At least that's that sounds to me like a lot of these athletes, they're starting to come to that, that realization now, like, all right, uh, you know, how much risk am I willing to take on here at this point? Yeah, and, and I think that goes for every person and mm-hmm. not just players, but people too. And, and I think that for the first time in a month yesterday, I took essentially the longest car drive that I've had since this has started, it was a little weird, like driving. Or oh, you made it around the block? Basically so. I, all right. I drove awesome. like, I want to say I drove like four miles. Yeah. Like I went shop. Woo. I went shopping really nice curbside, you know, just picked up some food and picked up some vegetables. It's Good. just a lot of the, a lot of the places are booked up with their, um, you know, curbside pickup. So, yep. but yeah, driving by and see, wow, I remember this. I remember, I mean, man, a month. I mean, that's a long period of time. And so. Sadly, there was a couple places I saw that are boarded up, basically saying that, you know, they're not open. And I know that, you know, that kind of hits home for me about the businesses, too. It's got to be really hard on them. But all part of the conversation, actually right across the street, Joe, from the Hard Rock in Hollywood. That's where I was. I went as uh, I'm making my earpiece. But go ahead. Yes, I'm with you. (laughs) Yeah. Right across the street from the Hard Rock. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that gets I'll eventually figure this out here, but that's all right. Got to love live TV. So yeah, live TV. Yeah, uh, but 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 anyway, the Hard Rock's not open, Joe. To your to your dismay. No, but they are still um, they are still doing testing, are they not? I believe I, at the Hard I, Rock. I saw I saw people in line, so I guess they're doing something there. Yep. But yeah, I they're uh, I they're doing some there. testing. I and uh, up in the Palm Beaches, I understand too, at the uh, at where the Astros and the Nationals play. Yes. They're mm-hmm. they're taking advantage of that too. So. Uh, if wrestling is an essential business, I got to believe Major League Baseball is an essential business. I, I, all of Florida, they essentially said, is, is going to be able to potentially play sports here in Florida. When, we don't know, but we'll find out soon. Which made me kind of cringe a little bit with the comments yesterday that were made by Kirk Cousins of oh. the Minnesota Vikings. Now, look, I thought <laughs> Cousins through the years took too much heat. Mm-hmm. And last year on the field, I think he really proved himself in a big way, with the exception of the last game of the season, mm-hmm. which at that point I think a lot of people knew was coming to an end. But basically, Cousins said that playing in empty stadiums could be a little bit different, could be refreshing. And I'm like, man, like, are you kidding me? Like, this is the one. I mean, you have 50,000 people filling up your stadium and 50,000 people on the other side. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is this is the first comment I've heard from any of of any of the players basically saying that it's cool to play without fans. Now I get it, we may have to have it, Joe, but this is more of a result of not being able to have it as opposed to a choice. And I think that that got lost a little bit. Kirk Cousins, not for me on this one. Gonna have to hard pass on that. I listen. I appreciate his honesty. Uh, I really do, Uh, because even everyone's got that that crossed the bear and, and this poor guy, whether it's home away at your neutral side, he's getting ripped one way or the other. And well, he should on this one. The fans are the <laughs> lifeline of sports. They're the ones that pay the salaries. You'd rather not have them there. <laughs> he's like, I don't think he said he'd rather not there. I think he was just like, you know what? And we got a nice not to get it's ripped refreshing. in my own, in my refreshing. own <laughs> Refreshing is the word. How is that refreshing <laughs> to not have the people that yeah. pay the salaries that yes. I mean, yeah. I know I understand a lot of people watch on TV, <laughs> but still, man, <laughs> like, I mean, I'm, if I'm, I'm going the other way on that, I'm like, man, it's going to be a real bummer not to have the fans. Right. And, you know, we, that's who we play for and I get it and I understand it. And I hope that doesn't happen, but if it has to happen, okay. You know, I mean, we'll do our best to put on a good show for the fans who are watching. Right. Instead, I... oh, all the pomp and circumstance, it'll be refreshing to not have the fans there. What? Uh, it was refreshing that he was refreshed about that. It really was. I mean, I thought, listen, I appreciate his honesty. I, I really do. I, I think at least, 
and we do this all the time, but I think it was good that we at least know where he's coming from. Yeah, that's what I wanted. As opposed to giving us the same canned answer, like, you know, we're on to Cincinnati. Well, no, he's he's kind of sick and tired of being sick and tired of being beat up, so kind of refreshing. Yeah, that's that's who I want as my uh, as my spokesman for the NFL. <laughs> as your you want quarterback. To, you want, it would be you know, it'd be refreshing to not play in front of fans, you know. <laughs> it would be refreshing to win some playoff games too, yeah. you know. <laughs> that's what I say. We're going to have to check social media on old Kirk here. Make sure you got to check in with him. Make sure he's still hanging in there. Yeah. Um, the commissioners of college football, meanwhile, tell the vice president of the country <laughs> that college football, Joe, won't be back until uh, students return to campus. So I don't think that there's any real sound the alarm, red flag kind Shocker. of deal. Yeah, because right. August is still a few months away. Mm-hmm. College football season is still, you know, basically like the end of August, first mm-hmm. weekend of September. So there's still time for that. But it certainly does seem to be uh, making a little sense. Uh, the Big 12 commissioner uh, Bob Bowsley said mm-hmm. that our players are students. If we're not in college, we're not having contests. So, yeah, I mean, it does seem to make some sense. But not that that really means a whole lot, but I'm just updating you with what's being said. Cart, horse, horse, cart. Um, you know, kind of hard to go ahead. And students, fans, no fans. I mean, obviously, it would. how are you asking uh, amateurs, student-athletes, to show up on campus when nobody else uh, nobody else can? So, uh, yeah, it made perfect sense. I don't think anybody really thought that was ever going to be a possibility. Um, but, again, if I'm a college coach, I am essentially in charge of a multimillion-dollar operation here that – You've got a plan until you hear otherwise. You've got a plan for games and, and other things. And it's, uh, it's really above the college coaches pay grade anyway to make those kinds of decisions. But you better be prepared one way or the other, no matter what the decision is. Yeah. And, and look, you know, college football to me, that's the next real big roadblock in Boy. this virus map because – Baseball doesn't look like they're going to be able to play in front of fans, and who even knows where they're going to play. And the NBA and the NHL really have no clue. But you start up that college football season, and you are going to have kids across the nation pack 50, 60, 70, 80,000 of them into stadiums unequivocally. And again, they're all living on the campuses there. Now, maybe like me, the first game of the year, they'll be walking and someone will offer them 100 bucks for a ticket and they won't go. Maybe. But for most of them, Joe, this is going to be their first opportunity, especially for all the freshmen around the country to go see their first football game. They're not going to be sitting this out. The kids are not going to be sitting this out. It's funny. They take these polls that say 70 percent of fans say until there's a vaccine, they won't be going to sports. Now do that again with all the college uh, campuses around. And it'll be like 20 percent. They'll all be going to games. Now, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. It's just factual. So Hypocrites. I think yeah. we got to you know, certainly get it's that not, out. Yeah, it, it's not. And listen, the, those tailgates are going to be crazy. Whether you let them inside the stadium or not, there are some places here, of course, that are just, you know, some stadiums off campus, some places. That party is going to rage on, and there are going to be groups of people, and that's the other thing, Right. Just because you don't let them into the stadium, you think there ain't going to be keg parties, frat parties. You, you don't think that's going to be congregating? I have no idea what you're talking about, I'm, Joe. So I've heard. I'm just saying there I've is. I've never been to one. Not that I'm saying there's any underage drinking there. I'm just saying there are absolute situations where more than five people might gather around to root for their favorite football team. University of Florida may have had some of that. Where did you go bit. to college? Yes, a little bit. Where did you go to school? Uh, Oklahoma State. So that's right. You mentioned that. Yes. Sorry. Yep. Thanks for paying attention. I appreciate that. It's good <laughs> they stuff. They may they may have had some of that happen. They, yeah, I mean Stillwater is just a hop in town. And um, you and you. That's right. You mentioned you and Big Country Reeves were downing. That's it, man. Yeah, we English. hung out uh, together, and actually, uh, Coach Gundy was uh, was there. Uh, in fact, as what was a, he, uh, he was what the was quarterbacks he? coach when I was there. So he was. He was. Mm-hmm. The ones yep. he coming on the show soon. Yeah, uh, we can get we can get the old mullet on. He's good. Anytime you're ready for him, I'm ready. Okay. I was Love born. It. I was born ready for that. Getting Jimmy um, on too. We're bringing Jimmy Joe. We're bringing a whole Oklahoma State alumni coaching staff. I would on. love it. Yep. 
Barry Sanders. Matt Jones, we're bringing them all You know what we have to do? Why why don't we do Oklahoma State's football stadium? I was waiting for you to bring it up, but you don't even remember that I went there. We got to do that. You know, it's true. That's a bad bad job on me. You had Florida in the back pocket for three weeks, but no, you can't remember. And we're even doing Florida State today. What a shock. Oh, Miami we did, too. Yeah, Miami we did. Florida, Florida State. Before we do uh, Oklahoma State, we got to do Florida Atlantic, I think. Yeah, of course, you're gonna go FAU. Want to do FIU too? I heard they got a really nice place too as hey, well. Hey, Butch I, Davis, like, iconic FIU players. Ty Hilton. You know what? I'm so done here. FAU Singletary. Yep, you are just throwing fire, um, my at least friend. It's That's not the, all at least you it's are not doing. The guy is showing up. You there. are throwing fire my way today. That's all I'm saying. Listen, at least it's not that guy that comes in at the end. <laughs> like that. We're I'm afraid to move my hands. Yet. Don't you worry. <laughs> I'm afraid to move my hands sometimes because I don't want the background to get ruined. I'm noticing it on some of the other shows now, I'm like, ooh, I can't do that. Uh, okay, so um, the draft is one week away, Joe. So mm-hmm. what? 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 The latest is that. I mean, this is like, this is like the Tua draft essentially. I mean, you said it best. You've been talking about this all week. It's really true. Like it's it's basically what whatever what happens to him yep. more or less dictates the draft. And CBS Sports' Jason Lockenfor reported yesterday that. Concerns about Tua, all a smokescreen. Which is what I've been telling you, man, from day one. The Dolphins are taking Tua. Just, just bet it and forget it. You're good. Go in on that. I Herbert actually made a, out. I made a large bet actually today. In good. fact, on a uh, on a prop bet that Ooh. involves Justin Herbert. And, and he won't uh, get drafted at all. I say he's not drafted in the first ten. I think you're a winner. I think he is going to drop, and I think Jordan Love is going to get drafted before Justin Herbert does. And I'll give you another one. Okay. The Chargers ain't going quarterback. I hate to break the news to everybody. They're not going quarterback. In the first round. In the, in the, with that number six pick. Right. I think they will take one very soon after Down the second or third round. But I, but I agree with you on that yep. one, too. Yeah, I mean, look, in, in order to – I mean, listen, the Dolphins, to, to get – to get to, uh, they just had to like play this up a little bit, like they were interested in somebody else, or else yep. some other team's gonna jump up and go to three. Yep. But the Chargers ain't jumping over the Dolphins to get a quarterback. Ah. It ain't happening, guys. I mean, look, I mean, I don't, I don't believe everything that's being written or said, but it would be very foolish at this point for the Chargers to comment publicly, and we've seen stupid things commented publicly mm-hmm. and then change courses very quickly. Right. But given the nature of the world that we're in right now, where we're hanging on to every word that everybody says, the Chargers are going to look really foolish propping up Tyrod Taylor the way that they did. We have nothing else to talk about. So guess who's going to get bashed if they decide to take a quarterback in the first round? Yep. It would be the Chargers. So the yep. thinking could be correct on that one. Yeah. All right. And we will go ahead. Deep, we well, take a, we'll we, talk about them all. But defensively, they're, they're in a position to get the best player in the draft. Yep. All right, we'll be back with more fantasy sports today at our fantasy sports birthdays. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today, our edition for April the 16th, 2020. Greg Mitch, Joe Ranieri, side by side with you, ironically. All of our hosts here on Sports Grid are in different parts of the country, most of them, of course, in the Northeast. But Joe and I, lucky enough, the only two guys to be broadcasting from South Florida. And for those of you who didn't know, we are actually only about 20, 25 minutes from each other, Joe. And so right. you're a little bit south. I'm a little bit north, although you, of course, have family even uh, further north. So we're uh, we're waiting here to see what happens in our state of Florida. And, of course, in a couple days, it'll be time when we do birthdays to celebrate my birthday. We're not quite there yet. Yeah. A couple of days away. So I'm expecting a huge extravaganza show for the weekend. Listen, don't be like uh, Dak Prescott. All right, I'm going to be reading about this in TMZ okay. that Craig Nish throws the 30 people bash and his hat like... Like, I'm not. I don't, don't ask me All to be right. a part of that. Although, next year. You know, I'll, yeah, because you, you know, I'm probably the one bringing the 30 people. But yeah, listen, it's there. still, I'm, I'm, I'm there. I got you back, though. Nobody with cameras. I'm there. 
I'll thank you. Okay, I'll tell all the Marlins to stay home instead right. of coming to my house. I don't know where you live, my, though. You, well, you know my huge studio that I have here, Joe. It's like my. I can fit hundreds of people in my in my studio. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I could. All right. So uh, what we do every day here on this show, for those of you who are watching for the first time, which is cool, thank you mm -hmm. for tuning in. Around 11.17, 11.20 Eastern Time, if you're not watching on demand when right. we're airing the show live, what we do is we do our fantasy, uh, this day in fantasy sports, and then we also do di uh, fantasy sports birthdays. That's right. So those are the two things that we normally cover around this time. For those of you who are only watching the show live, which is cool too, you know that this is what we do every single day. We're trying to get into a routine for everyone out there because right. I know that we all miss the routine of just things that we used to do. So for the purposes of this, we're trying to keep it nice and steady and taking you all through the rest of the month of April, May, who knows how long we'll be going with this without not a lot of fantasy sports to cover. So, uh, Joe, let's uh, let's take care of this day in, in fantasy sports. Let's do this. All right. Look at this, huh? Boom. Nice. In fantasy sports. Like, huge budget operation we got uh, going. Really? I'd like a little uh, little sound. I believe uh, there was we'll a... Work on that. I think there was a drum roll or something. I, I don't know, but... Uh, maybe, maybe we'll ooh! Look at this. There it is. Nice little graphic and nice. a picture of Jim Zorn. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, this day in fantasy sports history, April 16th, we start off in 1967. Neither Joe or I were alive for this one, I believe. I don't believe you. You were not alive. When we, what year were you born? 72, 73? Uh, 72, yes. Okay, so I'm 73. So neither of us were alive for this one. No. Wilt Chamberlain, though, I mean, these numbers are just ridiculous. If, if we played fantasy sports back mm -hmm. in the 60s, and it look, it wouldn't have been fun playing baseball because nobody was hitting home runs and all the pitchers were just pitching nine innings. There were no saves. But in the NBA, how would we have drafted? Like, I don't think you could have had fantasy drafts, Joe, because Wilt Chamberlain, having him was like having, you didn't even have to have anybody else on your team. This guy was like averaging 50 points a game. Yep. Scoring 100 points a game. Chamberlain in the NBA Finals in the first half. Are you kidding me? He had 26 rebounds in the first half. Yeah. This guy which... was getting like 50-40 every game. Imagine a fantasy sports league. You're sitting there in the 60s and you're like, oh, uh, I'll take Wilt Chamberlain. Everybody else should just log off. Yeah. Should go home. No. You 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 couldn't beat him. Nope. This, this this guy's numbers are, are and we don't even talk about it really enough, and people no. don't realize it because they only see highlights of him just dunking on everybody. We know it's a different game. A lot of guys were smaller. There's a lot of white guys in the league. I I understand that, but the idea of the kind of stats that this guy was putting up transcend any sport yes. in the history of all professional sports leagues and yeah. they're not close well you know we get the same kind of arguments in baseball with babe ruth well if he would have had to face satchel page or you know or or a lot of the amazing guys that were in uh the negro leagues back then we'd be having a different discussion well listen will chamberlain you score 100 points do you have any idea how many points you have to score to be efficient to score 100 points in one basketball game like any like i dare any of you to go to nba 2k and score drop 100 points in a game i mean kobe of all people, right? I mean, uh, Kobe couldn't come close to 800 oh. points. Jordan, I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable how efficient and how good you have to be to be able to do it. And for as long as he did it, I just, uh, one of the, I, it's a shame I didn't get a chance to see him oh, uh, play. You know, I was, we, we were both more Kareem and Magic, you know. For sure, but they weren't even close to what Not James even was, remotely and, close. And look, and he lost a lot of battles to Bill Russell, yep. but Bill Russell had three other guys that were all Hall of Famers. Yes, in, that's in, correct. In basketball. And again, we're not even talking about points, though, here. Yep. 26 rebounds, you would have said, wow, what a great game. Yep. The first half yep, of this exactly. game. Yep, exactly. Exactly. This guy was just so far above everybody else, doesn't get talked about enough. Uh, Arthur Ashe, uh, rest in peace. He retired from tennis in 1980. Uh, one of the best tennis players, male tennis players of all time, without a doubt. We got the uh, last dance coming up here on ESPN, debuting on Sunday night. I know that everyone is going to be watching that for sure. Some new programming, a, a long documentary about Michael Jordan. And the Bulls in 1996, I'm sure they'll discuss this, Joe, uh, they won their 70th game. And it was mm -hmm. predictable. You know, this was the year that everyone thought that the Bulls were going to break all kinds of records because they had the best team. And, right. and they ended up winning 70. Look, Golden State's been very dominant in a bullish type way over the last five or six years. But 70 wins, I, 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 with the way that they rest guys in the league now, I don't think anybody touches 70 ever again. No. And how many games did uh, Michael miss that year? Uh, one, two, oh yeah, none. 
Um, so, yeah, you're never going to see that uh, ever never. again. Ever, never. ever, ever again. And quite honestly, they won 70 because he just didn't like to lose. <laughs> so that was that was the whole thing. And like, unlike the Golden State Warriors, who won all those 70-plus games, didn't work out for them in the end, did it? Um, kind of a giant waste. But, uh, yeah, that wasn't going to happen. There, there's That's why you got to be able to finish. And I don't think we'll ever see it, period, again. I think the Golden State Warriors were it. I'm oh, shocked no, we even it. had yeah. it then. Yeah. But it's it, not again. It's never. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I don't even think that you know. Every, everyone blames the Heat for starting off kind of like the big three era because they got all those superstars together. I wouldn't rule that out in the future. I just. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't see it why? happening. I mean, what the yeah. heck was? Uh, why? Why? What was Boston? What? What? Paul Pierce? Uh, Kevin Garnett was. Ray Allen was what? They were drafted by Boston. Hell no. I mean, they were doing it for years prior to that too. They just. LeBron true, was too. better at it than everyone else. Yeah. Um, 1997, the Chicago Cubs, we go from great to terrible in the same city. How about this? They start off 0-12 in 1997. It turns out that was the worst start in the history of the National League. And uh, while the Cubs did have a much older and toward the end, Ryan Sandberg, who was just playing out his days, this was like the first big year for Sammy Sosa. Mm -hmm. Mark Grace was there too. And you're like, wow, well, how did they lose their first 12 games? How did they lose 98 games on the year? Uh, the Cubs pitching staff was probably one of the worst they've ever had yes. in their history. And their pitching was just brutal. They didn't have a single starting pitcher with an earn run average under four. And that was for the whole entire year. Their bullpen was a mess for the majority of the season, too. And, uh, yeah, 98 was the big year, of course, for Sosa. And, and that carried them to a lot of wins. But this was simply not one of the teams that people like to talk about in terms of coaches. Uh, although. Uh, Jim Riggleman uh, ended up being a pretty good manager at one point, but uh, yeah. 68 and 94 on the season for the Cubs. They started off 0-12. Actually, a pretty good finish. <laughs> if they start off 0-12, they ended up winning 68 games. They actually games. rattled off a, a number Not of bad. 0 in it, but no, that was terrible. And I felt bad because Sandberg, outside of that, I think it was his rookie year, um, they were just abysmal. I mean, and for he played time. forever. I mean, yeah, yeah his he whole retired and came sucked. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah just awful. And uh, But again, they had the Bulls in Chicago during that era, so nobody really paid fine. any attention no one, to them. Yeah. Exactly right. Even the White exactly. Sox were better than they were. Ugh. They were. Oh, the Cubs were bad for a long time. Yep. Wayne Gretzky retired in 1999. He played his final game at this uh, this point. He announced his retirement on April the 15th of 99. So uh, Arthur Ashe and Wayne Gretzky yeah. retired yeah. on the same thing. Thank you for Paulina. Yep. There you go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 2019, <laughs> this was last year. <laughs> We barely fit this one, and I, I probably went a little too deep. Wow, well. is it that even the same font? Is that? <laughs> <laughs> we, we squeezed it in. Yeah, we bottom. did. <laughs> Russell Wilson signs a four-year, $140 million contract to become the highest-paid player in the history of the NBA, which, of course, uh, Joe, I'll predict in the next year. Some, or I'm sorry, NFL. Mm -hmm. So I'll, I'll predict in the next year somebody beats this easily. What do you, you think? think? Yes. Um, I, don't, I don't know who, but somebody will. I, I don't know of anybody. Uh, well, it'd be a quarterback, okay? So, right. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that I know the answer to it, but like Garoppolo got his deal, right? Well, I think it's, and, and isn't it a matter of, uh, I guess, when you break it down per year, per dollar amount, because I know uh, Green, he, Aaron Rodgers had it for like an hour or two, and then I think Russell Wilson came in after that, and all of a sudden now Aaron Rodgers wasn't the, uh, the highest. Oh, we know who's going to break it, no, uh, without a doubt, now that I think about it. Two hundred million for sure. There I got it. Go. I got it yep. for you. Brian Tannehill. No, no. Mahomes. Yes, absolutely. Good job. Right? Yep. Very good job. <laughs> you just saved me on a bet there because I probably <laughs> would have taken that. So you 50, just answered it. What are they yep. going to pay him? Fifty million a year? I, I have no idea. And I think it's going to be fascinating to see. Will he go the Dwayne Wade, uh, Tom Brady route and say, "Listen, I don't need to make fifty million dollars a year. Okay. I want to win Super Bowls. What would you say? What, would, what do you What do you think his contract looks like? I think it depends six on years. six years. Six years for sure. Two hundred million. But at what cost? I mean, Whatever. at what cost, Pat? Do you yeah, want to win more to Super Bowls? It out. Yeah, I mean, listen, you got to figure it out. Do you want to be chasing Brady and say, listen, we can put three or four of these together, or do you just want to get paid and then all of a sudden now you can't afford anybody and you're not even in the playoffs? I'll tell you right now, I'll predict that Dak Prescott beats this contract before the season starts. No, that you're on. I, I no, You don't think so? Not at all. 
I what do, do you not, think Prescott gets? I think he sits out. I don't think he shows up. Oh, well, that could happen. But, yep. it, but, in, but if he does get a new contract, I think it looks just like this. I don't think it's how good the player is in the NFL. It's just a matter of when you become a free agent. It's going to be a one-year deal, $30 million, That's it. I ain't giving him an extended deal. No way. Jerry would have done it already. No way. Give him right, a show-me deal. Down. Yep. got you down. Show-me deal. All right, fantasy sports birthdays for April the 16th. Ooh. Let's get to it. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, born in 1947. One of the greatest centers of all time. One point leading scorer in the NBA of all time as well. Bill Belichick, happy birthday. 1952, Bill Belichick was born. Very little known fact that Bill Belichick, not only a Massachusetts resident, but a Jupiter, Florida resident as well. Absolutely. Wife has a nice little sundry shop in Palm Beach. And uh, one of another Florida resident that you would have never known. 19, oh, let's go to another good coach. 1955. Former manager of the San Diego Padres and San Francisco Giants, Bruce Bochy. find it interesting you led with the San Diego Padres on that, but that was... Yes. Uh, well, he team. took them to a World Series in 98, uh-huh. but I, I would say that, that when it's all said and done, I, we know Belichick will be in the Hall of Fame. I think Bruce Bochy is going to get in the uh, National Baseball Hall of Fame. When it's all, I don't know if he, do you think he'll come back again? I do. Yeah, I think he, I think he's going to be like this whole retirement thing sucks. I can't leave the house. I might as well. Uh, I might as well come back and coach. And if I think does, somebody it, will I, take it, him. It's got to be like a non-analytic type team, I think. So that's the you know the only thing. I'm yeah, curious. he'll just show up and that's it. You know, I'll just that's throw it. like Luke with Tampa Bay. He's going to mail it in, man. He's going to mail it. I think he got stale in San Francisco, but I, I think Bochy will be back. If not there, some sort of front office consultant uh, gig, I think he'll be back in the game some way. New York Mets. Yes. No, they should be so lucky. Yeah. And then uh, Nolan Arenado, one of the best players in Major League Baseball, one of our favorite fantasy picks. has been a first-round pick now going on. I think this is his fourth year being uh, Bust. Picking- <laughs> oh, Bust. Born in 1991, uh, Nolan Arenado in the offseason, very unhappy with what the Rockies were doing. Mm. I, think, I, think, I think a lot of fans in Colorado are a little upset, Joe, because yes. Rockies I think they have trade just them. kind of spinning their wheels now for the last yeah, few well, years. Well, congratulations, because uh, if you're not in Colorado, my friend, you, you ain't hitting that many home runs. So, But enjoy yourself. What a great defensive player, too. Very nice. Very nice. You're not a, you're, not a big Arenado. with Arenado? Nah, I just don't. Oh, you just uh, don't like Colorado? I just think he's overrated. I think he's another one of these. It's Colorado, and he's not the same player outside of Colorado. A lot of them are not, Joe. It's, mm-hmm. That's not his fault that he's nah, there. I'm just saying. You know, the kind of money he's claiming he's worth? Uh... Charlie Blackman got paid. They paid Charlie Blackman. They Charlie made that. Blackman's got great hair, all right? And uh, Charlie also, Blackman hustles a little out. bit. And he oh, hustles a little bit. Come on, bit. Aaron Otto hustles. No. Lollygags in all over the oh, place. Stop. He's not even running for bunts anymore. Like, no, absolutely not. Arenado just canceled our five hundred million dollars. Now is he not coming on now? <laughs> just canceled his appearance. Oh, sorry, as, in that case, you roll, dude. You roll. As soon as he get rid of that Ranieri guy. Overrated. I'm uh, back on the air. Did so. you not? Uh, do you not like Luol Dang or what? Oh, I forgot about Luol Dang. Yeah. My bad. Okay. I right was, over yeah. Him. Well, he's definitely canceling now. So congratulations. He's done. Yeah. <laughs> he is done. What What is Luol Dang known best for? The NBA. What would Stealing you say? a lot of money from Miami um, and never living he, up to it. Kind of moved around a lot of different teams, yeah. right? Like, like I, when it's all said and done, people will know his name. People will know that he played in the NBA. I'm gonna guess he was he ever an All Star. I'll have to check that out. He was but, a couple. Of, he's gonna be like, oh, that. Yeah, no, no, no. He never really made an impact. He was a good player, but then he got good. hurt. He was yeah. good. Yeah, he made a lot of money. I mean. Pat Riley gave him a ton of cash along with a bunch well, of other did, guys. Who didn't make a lot of money playing in the NBA? Well, especially for Pat Riley. Wow, Lou Aldeng played um, 10, 12, 14, 16 seasons. Is that right? Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Chicago for a long time, Cleveland, Miami, Lakers. And uh, he did not play this past year, it looks like, but he played with Minnesota. Yep. I don't even remember that. Yeah, well, that's usually at some point when you get to that end of that road, it's like, oh, Timberwolves. That's where you finish. Yeah. That's that's pretty much. It. So so when we're done at SportsGrid, that's where we head over. Yeah, we're going to Minnesota. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly correct. Yep. Finish us up. All right. Uh, we'll take a quick time out on fantasy sports today, and we'll be back in a couple of minutes, going over everything happening in fantasy sports a little bit later in the show. Mm-hmm. 
We're going to go through our historical stadiums. We've got one college football today as well as a baseball stadium. We'll mm. go back into the baseball pool. And then we're going to go through not the best movies of all time. That's too easy. Not the best baseball movies of all time. What we're going to do is have a conversation about the best and worst movie sequels of Oof. all time. Because Oof. I think that that is a fun topic of conversation because there have been some awful sequels. There have also been some good ones as well. Yep. But we're going to cover all those for you right here on Fantasy Sports Today. But don't go away. we got to take a quick time out, pay some bills, and we'll be back in just a couple of minutes right here on Sports Grid. Craig Mish and Joe Ranieri. Don't go away. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish, along with Joe Ranieri with you here on the show. One of the things we pride ourselves on is after the NFL teams release their new uniforms and the new jerseys and their new logos, we pride ourselves on commenting on those mm -hmm. and bringing them to you first and foremost. And I got to say, it has been a wonderful month, Joe, of logo releases, jersey releases, and all kinds of updated looks. And we're right back at it today as the Cleveland Browns take that huge step in the NFL as to chasing down yet more money that the NFL can chase down by putting down what looks like a completely different look for the Browns. I'm being facetious, but you know, it's uh, it's amazing to me that people will actually, not that they'll buy the team's gear because look, if I'm a season ticket holder right. and I'm gonna buy gear, I'm probably gonna buy the new stuff, but it is amazing to me that any team that just puts out anything new People will go online, sure. and even with people struggling for money, they're going to go online and they're going to buy this stuff when legitimately there's just no reason for it. Now, the Rams, we can kind of recap here. Now, the Rams came out, and although we hate their new logo, they at least changed the logo, right? Like, no, like no. they did the new worst stadium, thing. New stadium, no, they got a few other things rolling. <laughs> they did the worst thing of all, but at least they changed things up, right? right. Then we had Tampa Bay. And we, we, there was, like, no difference, right, with Tampa Bay? That's correct. We, we agreed with that, right? Yep. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons have, like, a slicker jersey now? Like, I don't even know. This is terrible. I mean, it's, it looks like a uh, XFL, except they're not in business anymore. So, I mean, yeah, it's... Yeah, so there's yeah. the Falcons, you know? Right. It's like, okay, yep. great. Maybe, yep. the Fal maybe the Falcons releasing this put the XFL out of business. It happened I, only a week later. Exactly. No need to buy XFL uh, gear when the, uh, the Falcons are giving you that. Yep. That's, that's probably why. I think yep. in the announcement, Joe, they said we're going to go bankrupt, but you could just buy our jerseys from the Falcons. Yep. It's going to donate them yep. for the 2020 season. Now, we're not even going to get into the Indianapolis Colts because they put out something the other day that was just, like, meaningless. It's like, we're... Same. I don't even know what they were doing. It was like something on, on social media that showed a picture of just some old Colts. Right. I'm like, okay, great. Same. But now... You like this? I like this. I, I think this is well, nice. Well, well, I'll tell you, of all of the, of the changes, right. at least there's one team in the Cleveland Browns that are embracing what I think is the smart thing to do, which is to go back in time and try and recapture... The people that, you know, Joe, actually spend money. Like, there's a lot of things that are really good for millennials. One right. of them is not spending money. Good point. And Browns fans of the past may mm -hmm. want to link up with Browns fans of the future. And the way mm -hmm. that they can do that is because these dudes got some money. Right. Like, they can actually be the ones to fork over 100 or 200 bucks for a jersey. Yeah. And I so I like it. I mean, I think okay. it's I mean, I think it's spot on, uh, quite honestly. <laughs> oh, not again. I, no, is you that not the good. Browns you, you were talking about? Oh, no. You got me good. I think it's perfect. Oh, no, no. This Browns. I'm sorry. I wasn't oh, sure. That was a good one. Uh, I so give you credit for that. You got me so good. I was like, why does he keep saying I like it? I like, <laughs> didn't we didn't we have a pre-show meeting? On this? <laughs> what happened to that meeting? <laughs> I think it's spot on. I mean, listen, Browns. Browns, Browns, oh Browns. Let me tell you, yeah, during, lunch, great. during lunch yesterday at my house, I showed my wife and my daughter when we were eating lunch that I'm like, what do you think about this? They were like, you showed us this during lunch. That's disgusting. <laughs> and then, of course, they want to know more. Of you know, course. Didn't stop there. 
<laughs> of course not. They that was would, good. I can that zoom in if you want, but trust me, the Browns oh, right. and the Browns. The yes. Browns. Very well done, buddy. Yes, Very well done. Can we legitimately go back to the Browns for a Yes, minute? right here. There okay. you go. But again, so, I still don't see what's the old school in this. Uh, I don't know, but that's the way that they were promoting it in their two and a half minute video. Their hype reel, Joe, is that they're like, yeah. Going back to the past, the Browns have always been part of us, and now you're with us again. Well, is it the helmet, or I mean, wasn't the helmet all orange, or now is it is I it the stripe? Know, I, I don't, I don't know, but that looks I a think lot. The, I think the second one there from the left is looks like the old old school Browns uniforms. It's the only thing that I can come is that up like with. Like the old Brian Sipe jersey kind of thing, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, Ozzie Newsome. Yeah, I don't know. I, I uh, Leroy Horde, my buddy. Yeah, I, I don't know. Ernest um, Biner? Like, who is that? It's like Joe Hayden. Is Joe Hayden? He's not even on their team. No, he's on, on Steelers. Who's now. twenty on? Who's twenty on the Browns? Any great clue? question. Oh, right? 2020. That's why they did it. Ah, oh, that makes total. All right, see, look at it. Again, yeah, they're the they're the smart team. They're not going to put Beckham on there. and They're going to trade him the next week, right? Of course, exactly. I I don't get. Any of that, I really don't. You they Colts? keep going. They keep going, and 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 I, I mean, maybe this is it. Maybe we'll have ten more teams that are changing the logo, changing the jersey. There is no way if I owned a Browns jersey, I would look at this jersey and be like, "Yeah, I got to go ahead and grab one of these because it's pretty much exactly whatever it is that you have. There's nothing even unique about it. The Colts. It's the same jersey. I mean, Atlanta looks a little cheesy, but I mean, it's at least that's different. somewhat different. You know, Tampa Bay was the same exact color. Like, it was I don't, the same I don't thing. Get it. Yeah, Tampa Bay was the thing. same exact thing. It same was thing. just because Tom Brady signed with them. Yep, like, absolutely. You combine those two things. Yep. So how would we rank these? Like, of all the ones that came out one through five, like who was even the best? Like, I honestly, I'm gonna put the Rams at the top because they have a horrible new logo, but at least they actually did something. Right. Like they, they they did something that made us say, hey, okay, that's different. I yes. got to put them at the top. Yes. I, it's an awful looking logo. but It, it really is. I mean, it's a it's an awful looking looks logo. Looks like but the I, I get it, though, because, it, you know, it's a new era, new stadium, you know, new everything kind. I get it. You know, you want to start from scratch. But at least that means, all right, now I got to go out and buy a new jersey. Right now, I don't. I gotta go get the new logo, right? Because right. you know, once the season starts, if you don't have one, you're gonna be like, I gotta keep up with the Joneses here. Uh, but I, there's no reason to go out and buy a new Browns jersey. Zero, zero, makes no sense. And I'm all for buying frivolous crap like this. Uh, but there is. I'm gonna pass. Yep. I don't get, you pay homage to the past by like, all right, well then fumble the ball then. If that's <laughs> lose, I mean, if you're, yeah, lose exactly. 14 games. Yeah. That's homage to the past. Exactly bags over correct. I, the only 14 jersey, on the jersey. The only jersey I want from the Browns is that one guy that has the jersey of all of the quarterbacks that ever played for the Browns. That long yes, jersey yes. that that guy has with yep. all the millions of quarterbacks that ever played for the Browns. Like that's more interesting. We could actually we could do a two-hour show on that on every Browns quarterback. Every yes. Browns quarterbacks. In the hit. Wow, that would be fascinating. Wow. Uh, Washington Post reported yesterday that uh, NFL plans potentially for 2020 this year. Include playing games in empty or partially filled stadiums. Mm -hmm. What does partially filled mean? I mean, really? Like one every six people, they're going to have a seat? I don't get this. Or even playing with a shortened schedule. Now that I can see as a possibility. Uh, the quote is, I don't know if it'll be a one-third filled stadium, a half-filled stadium, or whatever. Uh, the NFL is planning, this is a quote from a source. The NFL is planning for everything from playing without fans to playing with full stadiums. We know there'll be a push from the federal government to open things up. I think we're going to have fans in the stands. And again, I, I think that the NFL is in the best position here, Joe. They don't have to worry about this until September. Love it. And, and even if there is a concern for September, mm -hmm. you play your 12 games, you start yep. in October, not the end of the world. Yep. For people who always ask me and, you know, texting, calling, you cover sports, Craig, you cover sports. What should I be optimistic about? I say the same thing. The NFL. NFL is going to play. I mean, the if the draft didn't give you a good enough indication, they got the commissioner in his basement doing mm -hmm. the draft, okay? They're going to find a way to play these games somehow, some way, move teams around. The NFL's always done that, Joe. We've seen that in the past. They moved the Saints around during Hurricane Katrina, right? Um, they moved the Chargers out, I think, one time during a fire, right? They mm -hmm. moved them to Arizona. The NFL always is going to play their game. If people are saying, Craig, what should I be optimistic about? What sport playing? Of course, you know, golf's in the equation. You don't have to have fans. But I do think that if I had to bet it,
And I don't know if there is a prop somewhere on FanDuel. I'd have to look at that. But if I had to bet it, I would absolutely bet that the NFL plays some sort of season. And I wouldn't say that, by the way, about any of the other sports. Well, I'd say it about UFC. I would say it about NASCAR. I would say it about the PGA Tour. Uh, I would not, however, necessarily say it about the NBA. Uh, no, of course. Uh, like, if, if, so, so right. rank them all. So, what of all the sports? What do you? Wh- which sport is the? Would you say in your mind, like you could only pick three? Right. The most likely one through three that we're going to see in the fall or even the summer. Yeah. What would you I say? very kind. Just book it right now. You're going to have a UFC match. You're going to have UFC back in at it. That's uh, Dana White is so mad about that last fight not happening. He's right, so Joe. bent. May and, 9th. May yeah. 9th. They got some time now, right? Oh yes. Yeah, and it so, was. I thought it was quite amusing when uh, after Governor DeSantis um, had made that announcement, it was released that it's considered an essential business. There was a, a number of um, government workers in in uh, in Florida that were tagging. Dana White oh, in sense. posts going, "Hey Dana White, we're you know we're here because by the way it wasn't ju- it was every, it was the wrestlers anybody associated with the product so basically they had said we are open for business for any and all sports activities here and everything that comes along with that and there were people in the Florida State government tagging Dana White saying As they should they may not want you in California but you know what you're more than welcome to come to uh, to Florida so. He's going to be there. Golf in some so you, capacity. So you got UFC one, golf two, and NASCAR three. Yep. Ahead of the NFL. Ahead of the NFL. Yes. Ahead of the NFL. Because none of those three things need, or do we expect? They can operate them without. Yeah, I mean NASCAR right. is just a big drinking party, and everyone just gets together, and like a lot of people go for sure. Yeah. But I mean, the dude in a hazmat you don't even suit. Hear, would, you don't even yeah. hear the fans. No. At NASCAR. You got five it's, guys in a pit and a dude with a hazmat suit on with a helmet. Like, like that doesn't require. You're right, man. I yep. got to put that number one. Yep. Absolutely. Ball. Yeah, I got to put that one, and I would put golf two. I'll put UFC. I'll. I don't know if I, I think I put NFL three ahead of UFC just because Data White was just so adamant about fighting this weekend. Oh, listen, he'd fight tomorrow if he'd put on a fight tomorrow to stick it to California for calling his boss on him, basically. Yeah. Like, cause that's you. Basically, the the politicians in California called you know Bob Iger and be like, uh, Bob, uh, could you put a little pressure on uh, Dana here? And so that's not going to sit well with Dana White at all. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, uh, Dr. Fauci, who we're seeing, Dr. Anthony Fauci, who we're seeing. Oh all yeah, the time that was some positive news, right? Yeah. So so let's you know dive into that here a little bit. I'm sure that you've heard about it by now, but again, we haven't covered it here on this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Snapchat has, I guess, their own broadcast peter hamby is the gentleman's name and dr fauci basically when asked about playing sports and playing about mlb said quote there's a way of doing that nobody comes to the stadium put the players in big hotels wherever you want to play keep them very well surveilled have them tested every single week and make sure they don't wind out infecting each other or their family and just let them play the season out and he was directly referring Mm -hmm. uh, to major league baseball uh dr fauci who everyone has now come to watch on television all the time in the afternoon late afternoons um, is a very big Washington Nationals fan and mentioned yes. that he thinks that the Washington Nationals, he's like, I want to see them try and defend mm-hmm. their World Series. And and look, he's got an impact as to what happens in the country, no question about it, but it's not just him. It's going to be a lot of other people. But would I take this as a positive? Of course, because yep. here you have somebody who's directly associated with the government that is essentially saying that they could play. My fear is, as we talked about earlier, you have arguably the best player in Major League Baseball essentially saying that not really sure about that Arizona plan. That is my concern. The players will have to vote on this inevitably, Joe. And if the players don't like the deal, remember, although their salaries, they're not getting paid 100% of their salary, they still are getting paid for this year whether they right. play or not. Right, right. And I, and I think it will be a, um, a domino effect here uh, because I do uh, – I do, I think it's going to be very interesting the committee that the president put together filled with all the the big four league commissioners right Bettman, Goodell, Manfred, um, you know Silver all together along with Jerry Jones, Robert Kraft, Mark Cuban, uh, Dana White so they've got quite an interesting committee together in uh, that's going to look at not only getting sports back but obviously getting you know people back Um, and I think it's going to be very hard for that room for somebody's got to be first.
right? And there might be a few leagues in that room that don't want to be first, uh, but there are also a couple that do want to be first and have no problem. And I think once you get one, it's going to that's going to be very hard on the other leagues to go and be that one that goes, oh, not us. We're going to, you know, we're going to continue to wait. I think it's I think it's going to be very difficult for that room to make that decision because once somebody goes, the rest are going to follow. Now, we've been waiting to talk about this. I've been waiting to talk about it with you. I don't know that you saw it, but I finally took the plunge here because my wife had not seen Tiger King. So I have been now watching it uh, over again with her. Uh, honestly, I fell asleep last night halfway through like one of them, but okay. you, but I did not see the Monday night show on yes, Fox. I did not either. Okay, but did you notice that Netflix did pop another episode yes. there at the end? That was the one that we had talked about. Fox was a different thing with right. TMZ. I heard it was horrible. Yeah, they were just piggybacking it off, okay. off of this. TMZ, like, just terrible. Uh, but this was the one we knew was coming. Yes, and yes. Um, no, it's... Uh, I have it, and I will. Uh, yeah, I plan on watching it. Yeah, yeah, just some interviews. I had nothing earth-shattering or anything like that, but essentially, a kind of a where are they now kind of thing. Is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, and 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 also like how their lives have changed, right? You know, since then, and I, I couldn't say that any of their lives have changed financially yet, but it. But they were all talking about how even in the pandemic that they're going yes. to, out to Walmart and they're going to buy right. things and they're they're to, they're getting bombarded with this. Mm -hmm. uh, the one thing that all of them alluded to without getting specific about it, and it does seem to head in that direction, is that a real movie is going to come out. Yes. Uh, a Tiger King movie. Like a, a fictional movie based on Tiger that. King, right. Because listen, right. if Fox is, is, is randomly on a Monday within three weeks of this thing coming out, going to put out a one-hour show, you know that some Hollywood studio, once this is all said and done. Absolutely. Yep. And, and, and they said, who would um, Joe Exotic, who would play Joe Exotic? Brad like, Pitt. Of course, they had they had yeah. Matthew McConaughey playing. Yes, yes, so, so yeah. Well. It got to be a uh, yeah no like and and I do think it's going to help him try to get a retrial and everything else as well. So a lot a lot of them ironically a lot I'll let you watch it. I don't want to ruin it, but a lot of them, you know, were a little different there than they were at the end of the the uh, documentary as to wanting him still locked up. It's oh. yeah. Well, it's interesting too. I mean, because that whole documentary, keep in mind, was filmed over a five-year period. It wasn't filmed last month yeah. or last year. So um, interesting. And uh, yeah, it's check it out. I don't want to ruin it. I, I can't wait. Yes, I'll watch that three times again in case I missed right. anything. Or four. Yep, we're good. All right, we'll be back with more fantasy sports today in a couple of minutes. We're going to touch on some of the historical stadiums and sports and fantasy sports. One football, one baseball. Don't go away. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.